Hi, and welcome to the Future Proof Podcast. This is our monthly podcast where we chat about stuff we've been working on and anything cool we're planning. I'm Gregory Avery Weir. I'm Melissa Avery Weir, and we are about to make a change to Exploit Zero Day. Yeah, we uh, haven't done a, a code update that's added a feature in a bit, and the feature that we're adding is maybe not hugely glamorous, but it's one that is very necessary, which is we're adding the ability <laughs> to close accounts. Yes. So anytime you're running an in online game, or yeah, I think kind of any online service, uh, you want people to be able to leave. And uh, <laughs> so previously we only kind of allowed that through a manual request process. Um, but now um, I hope you don't get tired of our online hacktivism puzzle game. But if you do, you once once this update goes live, it's coming soon. Um, you'll be able to close it out. The stuff you've put in the game will stay in the game, but it'll kind of get anonymized. Your mm-hmm. your profile will will go away, and uh, we'll make sure that like you don't get emails anymore, or you don't get attributed for for work anymore, and so on. I think it's I think it's pretty slick. Like I think this is the first time I've been part of a deletion mechanism that was like, hey, we need to keep the work public and anonymize it. Yeah, because the the, the way that like you can play other people's levels and get uh, credits for, for doing so and so on means that we need to keep all mm-hmm. that stuff in the game and keep kind of an audit trail and so on of, of, of all the stuff you did. So user-generated content makes everything complicated. It's That's pretty cool and exciting. If folks do want their stuff gone... They could contact us and we can sort out, you know, we can make that happen if there are reasons, either kind of in a focused way, like, oh, we need, you know, this text removed or something like that. But but by and large, we think this will take care of most use cases. Yeah, anything else will be on a, on a case-by-case basis. But on a much uh, simpler note, another thing we've updated recently is a quick reference sheet. Yes, we have a quick reference uh, single page document for Rosette Diceless. Um, and we just, um, we did some reorganization of it, cleaned it up. I think it looks prettier now and clarified a couple of rules that we found at the table folks still had questions about, which is exactly what the quick reference is for. It's like, here's your FAQ, basically. And remember how the flow of combat works. So like one of the things we clarify is that you can use resources to block edges during an attack. Um, And, you know, it's the sort of thing that's part of the rules. But when you're in the middle of a conflict, sometimes that's like a rule that you don't remember. So ended up on the quick reference. That is free to download on itch or rosetterpg.com. So there's no, you know, there's no charge or anything like that for that. That's sort of a, I guess, a, a little bit of a preview of errata that's that's going out soon, sometime soon, with especially with the the way resources and edges interact. Uh, the rules are going to be a little clearer in the book. Yeah, I think through play, we've sort of, it's like it's almost like working on your elevator pitch, where it's like the first while it's a little rough, and then by the end you've like you've you've kind of come up with a more concise explanation of what it is, and so we're like, hey, let's just roll with that and make it very clear because we've had more practice at it. Yeah, one of the things that helped a lot with that is that uh, we recorded a campaign for Tabletop Garden, which is my role-playing actual play podcast. Yes. And there were several points during that when we were like having to actually vocalize for recording what the rules were when we went, oh, 
this could be clearer. So a lot of this comes out of that. You can check out more on that at tabletop.garden. Yes. Another thing that I've been working on lately is some writing for Exploit Zero Day. Um, We have an ongoing piece of story called Headless Swarm that is startlingly close to being finished <laughs> um it's it's been a long way going we did not plan for it to to last as long as it as it has in terms of calendar time but it's a, a paid season of story for exploit zero day where you're investigating a weird hacker group that's taking control of drones and i am writing the next job the next uh little adventure of um saving someone who has been wrongfully imprisoned mm. or has had part of themselves wrongfully imprisoned at a, <laughs> a military base. Um, and we should get to look into like the weirdness of the United States military and the military industrial complex and how it interacts with modern technology. And uh, it's, it's exciting. It's a, it's a, it's a tricky process because there's a lot of, a lot of factors and a lot to keep in your head when when planning this sort of plot line but yeah it's it's short chunks of prose split by puzzle right like there's mm-hmm. before a puzzle after a puzzle across several puzzles and then sort of the the larger sort of emails that come into you as you're as you're going along it's it is a complicated writing process uh, we've at various points done flow charts <laughs> because there are decisions made and that causes branching and the puzzles themselves have a sort of have a have a structure to them that mm-hmm. needs to make sense with the the chunks of, of writing you're getting along with them so yeah yeah and i'm excited to do the puzzle design on this on this chunk it's been a while i'm a little nervous because <laughs> i've I'm a little rusty, but it's it's been a while since I've played in Exploit Zero Day land, so I'm ready to do it. Yeah, our main focus has, of course, still been on Rosette Diceless and and the upcoming companion that we're doing. So those pair of role playing books are still in progress. Yeah, so we've talked before about how uh, we need to order proofs of the print version of our books before we put them on the market. So it's just like make sure that. When the printer gets this PDF, they don't print it completely sideways or offset by, you know, two inches or something like that. That the artwork prints okay, things like this. And so we're doing two interesting things here. One is that we are replacing the Diceless, the original Diceless book with an updated version that has errata in it, fixes for some of these rule stuff we've been talking about. So that's done differently on different stores like Amazon you make a new book, you say it's version two, and then eventually I assume I'll decommission one and, you know, publish the other one. So that process was actually easier to get approved because I had a distinct entry. I just said, okay, I've got this far in the process. Give me, you know, send me the book. Um, Drive through RPG is a little more complicated. We're going to have to actually take the book down for a while while we're doing this proof process. We don't want to like lose reviews and lose our links and any of that sort of thing. We kind of want to do an upgrade in place for this because it is just such a small increment. Uh, but we want people who already bought the book to be able to, if when they re-download their ebook from DriveThruRPG, we want them to get the new one and not have to like mess with, oh, should I go buy it at a discount? Like that's just not what we're doing here. So it's an interestingly complicated process. It involved communication back and forth 
with the the wonderful folks over at Drive RPG to be like, hey, how do I do this so I don't break everything? And you know, is this really what the process is? So um, we do have our Amazon proof in hand. So there are two cool things about this. One, I love getting a print copy of our book. <laughs> it's just like the dorkiest thing ever, but I love it. And two, it's the first package we've gotten in our post office box. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So when uh when we each of us has relocated our homes in the last year or so and one of the things we wanted to do is like make sure that the address of our business was not necessarily like one of our houses. And so we set up a post yeah. office box. It's, you know, it's just just a thing small businesses do. We can't completely detach everything, but regardless, but we have this little post office box we we like 99% of our mail is for other businesses who had our post office box before us. So not only was this almost the first piece of mail that was actually for us, it was also a package. So it was very exciting. I go into the post office every couple of weeks and leave empty handed uh, or with a bunch of trash. <laughs> so it was fun. Yeah. So hopefully more news on Exploit Zero Day and on Rosette Diceless soon. You mm -hmm. can find all of our stuff at futureproofgames.com you can follow us on twitter at play futureproof we're on youtube at futureproof games uh we do twitch streaming at uh twitch.tv slash averymd and gregory avery weir respectively and do that every every couple of weeks if you want to hang out with us and watch us play video games um <laughs> Feel free to send us questions or comments, anything like that, over on our blog, uh, on social media, jump into one of our Twitch streams, email us, <laughs> however you're most comfortable. We, we like hearing from folks. Our theme music for the podcast is Juparo by Broke for Free, which is used with permission. Mm -hmm.